This is NEPM's Valley Voices Summer Shorts Podcast. I'm Mike Dindoffer, and this is my story, Jeopardy! Loser Redeemed. I chose to share this story because it fit the theme, nailed it so well. You can imagine being in my shoes, having watched Jeopardy! your whole life, and finally getting a chance to go on national TV and possibly win big money. The problem was, I didn't realize that I was also going to have to play James Holtzhauer, who, if you aren't familiar, is one of the biggest money-making players in all of Jeopardy's history. And as a result, I would end up being the third biggest loser in show's history. But the thing is about the theme nailed it for me. It wasn't just the winning or losing. It was really about the struggles that are going through your mind during such a big moment. The villain in my story was my own anxiety. And that's really what I wanted to get across in the story slam. February of last year, I had finally achieved my lifetime goal. I was going to be a contestant on Jeopardy. Now, little did I know, I was also going to be the third biggest loser in the show's history. Now, most of my life has basically been dictated by my anxiety. My anxiety demon on one shoulder saying, you know everybody hates you, right? And my anxiety angel on the other shoulder saying, you know you could go to college out of state where nobody hates you yet. But for 30 minutes a day, five days a week, I got to watch Jeopardy. And that was a respite from all the worries about how to make friends, how to find love, or how to get into that really great out-of-state college. I could just focus on what I knew or what I didn't. And so years later, when I qualified for, the, for getting on the show with, by taking the test, I was overjoyed. I got to fly out to LA and get to the studio to, to meet all these amazing, intelligent people who were just so happy to be there and sharing their stories about what, what their lives were like. And I was just having such a great time, except for there was just one person who was kind of keeping to himself, and that was the current champion, James. Now, that kind of got me a little anxious again, and so my anxiety demon was starting to say, what, what is he hiding? And maybe he's been studying more than you. Well, as it turns out, he is actually did have a little bit of something to hide because he wasn't just an ordinary champion. He'd in fact turned the entire game of Jeopardy on its head. I watched from the audience during the first show tape that day as he dismantled the two other contestants. He went for the hardest questions first, built up a huge lead, found every single daily double, and made enormous bets. By the end, he had amassed $50,000. Ooh, look, that's going to be you soon. You mean one of the losers, right? Well, who else would I mean? Anyway, the next game didn't go much better for the two competitors because by the end of the second round, he had amassed $72,000, and he only needed to bet $5,000 more in order to be the highest winning champion in a single day in the entire history of the show. Instead... He bet $38,000 for a total of $110,914. The collective gasp from the audience was like the sound of the soul escaping the body. Oh, you're screwed now. Well, I'm glad you brought that second pair of pants. Well, Wednesday's game and Thursday's game didn't go much better. And in fact, one of the fellow competitors ended up going into the negative, so he couldn't participate in Final Jeopardy. And then came Friday's game, and I drew the short straw. So I walked up to the podium, like to the headman's axe. The lights came up, and 
The show went into hyperdrive. First question went to James, second one to Allie, third one to James, fourth one, I buzz in. Of or related to this northern Italian city, or like veal coated in breadcrumbs. What is Parmesan? No. Oh, okay, um, I buzz in for the next question. What is the Book of Mormon? No. Oh, uh, this was not going well for me. In fact, by the end, by the first commercial break, I was at negative $1,200. Well, I see my work here is done. I'll see you after the show, loser. <laughs> I tried to spare you of this humiliation. But after the first commercial break, Alex Trebek walks up to my podium and he explains my first response of the night was actually correct like veal parmesan, or of Parma, Italy. So my score went from negative $1,200 to positive 800. I was back in the game. And so a few questions later, I buzz in and I get to say the ridiculous response, what is who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? Two question marks. A little later, I get a science question, what is quartz? A little bit later, a debate question, what is Robert's Rules of Order? I might miss half of the questions because somebody else buzzes in first, but I'm still playing the game. Uh, what, who is Kamala Harris? What is the Shawshank Redemption? What is the good, the bad, and the ugly? I'm not playing to win at this point. I'm just playing for the sheer love of knowledge. And yes, James did what he did. He buzzed in first. He got all three daily doubles, and he always bet huge. But I lost by $82,000. I did not care one bit because I had come back from negative 1,200 to positive 7,100 and I was only hearing one voice, my own. Thank you very much. That was Mike Dindoffer with his story, Jeopardy! Loser Redeemed. I'm Vanessa Cirillo, host of the Valley Voices podcast from New England Public Media. We also produce Jazz Beat a podcast of conversations and essays about jazz and blues with Tom Reaney, host of NEPM's Jazz a la Mode. You can subscribe to Jazz Beat and all of NEPM's podcasts at nepm.org slash podcasts. See you next week for another Valley Voices Summer Shorts.